I am Frank Skinner. This is my show, which I do with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I'm going to get that terms and conditions gig if it kills me. Okay, let me start off with correspondence. What about that? Good morning to you both, by the way. Good morning, Frank to Skinner. All, to all our readers out there. Um, I you said had, I um, am Frank Skinner with a bit of a Spartacus vibe earlier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I am Frank Skinner. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that... Um, I never know quite what I'm going to say next, which is, I know, very unsettling for the producer. Part of the but, fun. But I like to think I've got some sort of uh, filter. Anyway, I had uh, a letter from Keith... That's all the information I have. Not our Keith. No, not our Keith. Um, And he says, uh, Dear Frank and Co, the enclosed is for your information. And he sent me uh, an article from The Guardian singing the praises of classical music. And it's a letter. And it says, um, for many newspapers, the word music has become synonymous with pop, Why the real thing has been tucked <laughs> away under the heading classical. And it's about the fact that um, if only it gave such recognition to real music for the rest of the year, meaning classical. Mm. And uh, Keith has said, if Mr Bradbury is correct, and he seems certain that classical is the only real music, then Absolute Radio has been systematically lying to its loyal audience <laughs> all these years. Uh, in view of the magnitude of the problem, you need to contact Mr Bradbury to try and sort this out. <laughs> Um, And then he ends with a slightly abusive PS, which I won't read. But, um, yes, um, real music is obviously, it's a subjective term. Um, But um, I still think we've got the best playlist on blah, blah, etc. I also had a lovely card from Matt um, who said... um, Basically, the card has got a large picture of a bottle of Perno on the cover, which used to be my breakfast of choice in the dark years. And uh, many of you will know um, that I gave up drinking on the 24th of September 1986, which obviously was the 35th anniversary. And he says, Dear Frank, 35 years and you're probably right, you can't go back to the party. And uh, I think... I can't remember what that was about now, but I have a feeling that you can't you can't have the same party twice, basically right. in any context. All right. Anyone who's thinking of seeing one of their exes tonight, think on. <laughs> so um, there's that. There's that. That starting with some sage advice. Sage there. advice as um, that's, is that what you get from celebrity chefs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> celebrity chefs. Frank, what um, a misnomer. You're, Sorry. I've been hearing you're a, a lovely man and a real gentleman. Really? I'll just leave you with that thought. Uh, I, I'm Dennis. just trying to... It's worried that I'm desperately trying to think who could have possibly said such a thing. Yeah. It was someone at one of your gigs, Dennis, oh. actually, because I know you've oh, been at... Oh, um, it was a graffiti it. in the Absolute building. Oh, no, it's not in the toilet. Um, <laughs> Reading and Brighton. OK. You've had uh, some lovely... It turns out hmm? you're very nice to people is on that, the street. Is that right? Yes. You're very big with your fans. That's um, that's good, isn't it? Mm. Let's you. just let's just savour that moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm happy with that. Um, excellent. 
I um, oh by the way, I bought some new bathroom scales this week. The bathroom scales I had have lasted me for a long time, and they've finally given in. What does that tell you about lockdown? And um, I bought some Salters scales. Do you know Salters? Yeah, yeah. I bought Salters because they I. I think when they were a spring works, which is their original uh, role, um, they were, it was workers from there who um, formed West Bromwich Albion. Oh. I see. Yeah, so it's a good reason for so a bit of loyalty. These aren't, uh, have you gone digital? They are digital, yes. But what I liked, were on the box, in large letters on the front, it says, guaranteed for 15 years. I thought, that should do it. <laughs> 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 Frank Skinner, Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. So, um, here's the thing. I I um, was on the motorway the other day, and I, wh- when I first started driving, one thing that I remember was what I would call the sort of police car procession. You'd be driving down the motorway at, let's say, 108, 109. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. And, but you'd be driving down the motorway and suddenly the traffic would slow up. Yeah. I mean, really noticeably, ridiculously slow up. To, I mean, sometimes right down to the speed limit. And Goodness me. then there'd be a police car and everyone around it. And I think, I used to think, do police think, you know, his life's wonderful. Is everyone <laughs> observes the speed limit. What a wonderful yeah. country we live in. <laughs> But I don't see that. I don't seem to see that now. No, but they lurk on the bridges. Yeah, but um, oh, yeah. I love they lurk on the bridges. Be a great title for a yeah. uh, movie. Um, mm-hmm. But has, has it gone that the police car procession? I, I, I mean, has the less of them on the motorway? What's occurred? If only we had a motoring correspondent. Yeah, I, well. think, I think that is still an alive and well thing. I quite often Do find you? people dropping their speed, and there's just one car. One police car on the Maybe in lane I just one. Don't, I don't notice. Do you know, anymore? I found there is an area in uh, central London, in Regent's Park. There's a lot of uh, police car processions around there. Behaviour. But, I'm, I'm, uh. but I, I think of it as a motorway. Thing, okay, yeah. okay. And also, you know, the <laughs> terrible embarrassment when you. Uh, Slow down. You, do, you go into the slowdown, and then it's like motorway maintenance. Or something. <laughs> oh yeah! I think don't you shouldn't be allowed. That's yeah. impersonating a police officer. I thought that was an offence. I wonder if that's still an offence, by the way. Be the great. temerity. Of Peter Falk was arrested. <laughs> um, was he? No, oh. for impersonating <laughs> a police officer, that'd be brilliant. Uh, I'd like to also. What is a traffic officer? I've seen that on the back of those cars. Now, that sounds like someone that you should have to slow down for. And then I'm thinking, should I be slowing down? Should I be overtaking? One is a traffic officer, 8, 12, 15. Well, Frank, I've seen one character, mm. and he has, on the back of his high-vis, he wears a high-vis tabard mm. on his motorbike, and he has, on the back, it says, police... So everyone slows down. This yeah. is in my local area. And as you get closer, it actually says polite. And then it says oh, notice. That is clever. Please reduce your... I know. That I is clever. I done for that. That's <laughs> impersonating uh, the... Is that impersonating the police? Polite impersonating officer? Impersonating a motorcycle police officer. That's what he's up to. It's, no, he hasn't got the moustache. 
So that's <laughs> another thing that's gone. Anyway, this is a war. I'll ask you one more question. No, not but on police. You had a home in Brighton. Surely the moustache is alive and well. The was, Even um, the moustache? Yeah. I would say moustache. Oh, okay. oh, let's call oh, the whole no. thing Tash. <laughs> um, one last question and then I'll move on from this. But I, there was a Go van on, ahead of me. I took a photo of the van because I thought, this is one of these things which I don't get. And everyone's going to say, well, you know what that is, you idiot. And it said on the back of the van, cat protected. Now, please <laughs> tell me that if I broke into that van, there wouldn't be like six <laughs> big ginger toms in there. <laughs> It, do you know, does it mean something technical or something? Yeah, oh. I think I know what that means. Go let's on. have it as a cliffhanger. Okay. Oh, that's I'm a guessing, but I, I took a photo because I, I thought I if this bloke is actually using cat-based security, I want some <laughs> evidence because pe- <laughs> people will think I've uh, made, made it up, but we'll see. I believe we've heard from the outside world. We have. We have. Um, on on several different. I'm gonna I'm gonna read a text that I think may be taking my career into my own hands. Somewhat, oh my god! I'll, I'll happily go for it. Uh, Five nine seven has uh, texted in. Hi Frank, I know you've taken to making the occasional slobbering noise. After a particularly heavy night, it's making me feel rather bilious. Please <laughs> desist. That's from Simon of Sudbury. I mean, sorry normally about I that. Wouldn't, I wouldn't read that out, but. I've, you know, he's been doing that. <laughs> yeah, that I know. Thing. Sorry, oh, Simon. No, you've done it to Simon of Sudbury. <laughs> Simon s- of Sudbury sounds like a medieval <laughs> cleric <laughs> who wrote a book about the, the bleeding heart of Jesus or something like that. Oh, yes. And yes, and if you'll consider the manuscript of Simon of Sudbury. He's very uh, metal bird in the sky. <laughs> yeah, <he is. laughs> um, Simon of Sudbury. I'm sorry, Simon, it won't happen again. Yes, it will not happen again. And I, I do apologise, and I will not be doing that. Perhaps you'd prefer this. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I find that really funny. Um, anyway, sorry, we shouldn't be doing that on breakfast. I'm, I mean, I'm a beast. I am a simply a beast. We've also had from 203... Oh, no, actually, no. No, I'm sorry to tantalise you. I'm going to go to 049. OK. It's your lucky day, 049. Traffic officers, who Frank was referring to mm. earlier, uh, you don't have to slow down for them, but you shouldn't be speeding anyway. No. Mm-hmm. They I'm work not... for highways, deal with obstructions in the road, minor collisions, breakdowns and traffic management. It is an offence not to comply with their instructions, though. But where do their instructions come from? Oh, well, you'll find out. Listen to this. Tis in the highway code. Tis. Yeah. It's all gone a bit yeah. Simon of Sudbury. It it has. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still don't... Was, I don't see what they're... They're not stopping traffic jams, I can assure you of that, because they still no. exist, the traffic officers. Oh, well, good luck to them. trying to do that. Yeah, maybe, but very we, um, badly. We left the world on the TO. We Sorry, left the world on a cliffhanger as to what oh, yes. protected on you the were back of tell the van that you yeah. see. Yeah. I think, and I may be wrong, but I think it means that um, a pack of uh, cats are protecting that car. No, I'm. No, you don't um, think. I that. think it means that the catalytic converter is in is in a sort of 
difficult to steal fashion oh. because people steal catalytic converters because I think they might be um, valuable. People, yeah, I, also, oh. I think it's people who just love alliteration. <laughs> alliteration? Yeah, they can't leave them alone. Alliteration is good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> catalliteration. Oh, very good. Um, they just fall off me like windfall I know, fruit. Yeah. I, um, I wouldn't have got that. That's a very, I think that's a very good speculation. It's mm. good, but is it right? Cat protected. Um, or, you know, maybe there is... I, I hadn't thought of the cat. I thought it was being protected by a cat. But it could be that there's a cat in the car that you, if you try and steal that cat. Because apparently there's well, a, I, a lot of dog stealing there where I... Um, there are lots of oh, dog yeah. stealing. Who and, does and that? And catalytic converter theft. So there's dog stealing and cat theft. Yeah. Mm. Well, there's, there's, a, there's a theme here, certainly. Yeah. I recently had to get a new exhaust from the catalytic converter backwards. Right I the love end. that story. I thought you might. <laughs> but here's a weird thing. I don't know if this is a Manchester thing, but every... And I had to speak to several different mechanics and suppliers about this exhaust. And every time I spoke to somebody, they called it an exhaust and I called it an exhaust. I've, no, I don't know that. Exhaust? Is, oh, yeah, it's going to take a while to get an exhaust. Oh, that's and I, I felt really gross. like, am I naive? Am I the one that's saying this wrong? They've taken the word <laughs> exhausted, haven't they? And they've taken their stress from the word exhausted. But because they were all in the game, I felt like, oh, they're probably saying it right and I'm saying it wrong. I would like to know if it's meant to be exhaust as a car part. I thought he was going to say, is this a Manchester thing? That If, if he says, if is, is there anything Manchester going on under the hood? You thought that he was asking if you were stupid or not. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Now, my uh, child at the moment, who's nine, he is poppy crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, and everybody, um, are you familiar with the, the poppy? Al sounds yes. like he is. No. I'll tell you what they've done, and this is, a, this is a commercial trick which I've seen before. They take something that people do anyway, that mm-hmm. just in the normal world, and then they sort of make a version of it that you buy. Like... Um, Battleships. When I was at school, battleships used to be played with just like a, a bit of paper and pencils, like Hangman. And now there are games where you press buttons and all that sort of mm. stuff. So someone thought, I don't even have to invent this game. Mm. <laughs> so um, the the poppy is basically the urge to pop bubble wrap made no. commercially available. Stop it. So what happens is you um, you pop these things. Well, they, they don't make the noise, but they, you pop them. It's satisfying to pop them. And then you turn it round, and they're all up on the other side where they were down. <gasps> yeah. It's, um, it's sort of recyclable um, bubble wrap. So the bubble remains intact? The bubble just moves to the other side, ready to be shoved yet again. Do you mm-hmm. know, I think I'd love that. Well, the, they're it's everywhere. Real. They're everywhere, man. Well, not for me, because I, as you know, I forgot to have children. Oh, yeah. So I I haven't encountered them. I wish I hadn't brought it on. (laughs) (laughs) 
But, um, well, you, you, adults could use them. Adults oh, now do yeah. all sorts of very, very childish things. I do, things. definitely. I mean, yeah. they'll be at the till. They're in the till in, like, corner shops and stuff at the yeah, moment. Yeah, they're rainbow-coloured. Do you remember fidget spinners were a craze? They're like that now. Yeah, but fidget spinners, they didn't come from something that we did anyway. Someone invented the fidget spinners. I've been thinking this week there must be something like arm wrestling. Can I make that into a board game where you buy... Do you know they what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You like... fit a thing to your forearm, maybe, and that tells you who's pushing the hardest. Or did, like did anyone compensate Albert Pierpoint for the game that was Hang made Hang after him? No, no, he got nothing. <laughs> but you know, that, <laughs> the rights rights was a different, more as a grey area in those yeah. days. He, he got no money for the saying um, "money for old rope." No, he didn't. Albert Pierpoint, by the way, to our new readers, was the national <laughs> hangman. The last hangman. He was the last. Oh, we say the last hangman. Last hangman um, at this at this point in time. Yeah, cool. I, I would, as we go to, as we he, go uh, to press, he was the last <laughs> hangman. I would suggest that he might even be a friend of the show. Yeah, oh he's been mentioned uh, and his uh, great his grand great granddaughter, I believe, is a friend of the show. Certainly, a relative of yeah. his used to contact us with um, Albert Pierpoint updates, which <laughs> are thin on the ground. Yeah, he's, um, he left us many years ago. I've got a question for you both. Question. So we have. Uh, da, 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 da. Go on. <laughs> Bill has tweeted us. Oh yeah. With a picture of Layla Morse's. Autobiography. Who is Layla Morse? Big Mo. Oh! I have a challenge for you two. Yeah. What did Big Mo, aka Layla Morse, call her memoir? Which is described by the Mirror as extraordinary. Now, okay. extraordinary could go either way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's I like, don't know what the full quote is there. That's like actors going back to see their actor friends after they've seen them in a play and saying, well, you've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Multiple choice um, <laughs> remarks, I would call those. So um, the extraordinary... Is it... Um, make of that what you will. Is memoir. it um, just a mo? Alan, what are you going for? Uh, I have a famous brother and everyone mentions <laughs> him. <laughs> oh, I hope it says that. It's good, but it's not right. The winner oh, is... Closer. Frank Skinner. He's it's, nailed it. Is it's it just, just a man? Yeah. Oh, hurrah. <laughs> Fabulous. I love pond-based quizzes. I could do those all day. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I don't know if you remember, but we were recently talking about a texter who described themselves as Simon from Sudbury. Um, I think we riffed about that oh, name. Yeah, Simon, Simon Sudbury. Sudbury. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Frank and team. Simon Sudbury was a medieval bishop who was killed during the Peasants' Revolt. Oh, wow. 1381. Oh, thank you. Was it really good work. knowledge? Good I mean, of knowledge. course you know that. It's your, it's your manner. Um Simon, no, Simon Sudbury. Oh God, it's all getting complicated now. So I invented a medieval guy who was a medieval guy. Can yeah. we, can we give him his full name at all times? It's Simon of Sudbury, well, please. I, well, yeah, but it sounds like according to uh, Louise of Somerset, 
Um, Louisa Somerset. Louisa, yes. yeah, Louisa Somerset, as she's known. Um, that, <laughs> that it's Simon Sudbury. We'll get to the bottom of the Sudbury uh, thing, but it's all sounding good to me. Yeah. Don't know much about the Peasants' Revolt. Respect Amanda for getting the dates. Well, uh, let's hope lovely. I'm right about that. No. It was all, you know, it was what Tyler and all those. What, I can't imagine anybody churlish enough to correct you if you got it wrong. I like the idea of churlish to describe the Peasants' Revolt. <laughs> 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 Hurrah. Hurrah! I used to use language. that phrase for a certain type of clothing. Sometimes, if someone had those yeah. incredibly pointy sort of suede boots, I would say, "Oh, very peasants' revolt." Yeah, they, <laughs> I know what it you mean. It was niche material. There was what they used to call them pixie boots. Remember those ones that sort <laughs> yes. of? I remember a mate of mine. He, he at his thirtieth birthday, he had a midlife crisis, oh. and he bought pixie boots and started doing press ups at home. Oh, he didn't. Uh, and um, yeah, and I'm they were. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh, God, I forgot he was on that. Uh, I can't see Ali in, in pixie boots, can you? No. no. Maybe. I could see him maybe in a leopard print og at the yeah. weekends, just putting the uh, the rubbish out. I see that as well. I see that. Right. A bit of a Ron, in a Ronnie Wood way. Yes. Well, what's here when I met the other... I met a lady in Somerset. Okay. Um, speaking, bringing back the Louisa Somerset... Um, theme and um, she one of her passions was that she rode side saddle now there's a thing I'd sort of forgot existed in case you don't know this you used to see ladies like Edwardian ladies (laughs) and instead of um, straddling the horse which is an unladylike activity or seen so at the time uh, especially in a big frock, which is what they. So they would just hang on the side like like a, like a coat uh, hanging on the side of a of a door. They'd perch. Well, the qu- uh, the Queen used to ride side saddle. I Did believe. she Didn't really? She? I'm sure I've seen pictures. I of wonder. Her in the early and days. Now she now straddles the Queen. Oh, she? she straddles. Does she really? Of these might just be gossip, but that's <laughs> not. And I, but I wasn't sure how it worked. It turns out, are you familiar with the side saddle saddle? It's yeah, got it's like a, a big saddle. It's got like a big pommel, a big oh. pommel, which is like a hook, and you hook your uh, your sort of knee of your until so your right leg, and you sort of just hang on the side with a stirrup for support. So you really are on the side of the horse, which is much better oh. for. I don't know if you've ever been photographed head on on a horse, but often you're peering around yes. the horse's head. This one, you get a nice landscape two shot. Of the pair so it's a of sort of big fat hairy, two fat hairy bikers vibe. It's sort of pillion. Yeah, a bit yeah. like a sidecar. Lovely. I like think. those chefs, Clarissa and um, yeah, there. yes, yeah, yeah. That, oh, that's who I meant actually. I was getting my yeah. chefs muddled up. Yes. Um, what did you that's call them? The hairy bikers. I called biker. them the hairy bikers. <laughs> that's a bit personal. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually called two fat ladies, which of course wasn't at all personal. Um, <laughs> Yes, um, I like. I'm. I'm thinking that if I have another go, another crack at, um, yeah, two hairy bikers, um, um, another crack at that. I'm thinking I might try the side saddle. I tell you what, they'd be brilliant for. You know, in westerns where they hide behind the horse. You know that you stampede the horses and you hang off the yeah. side of it so they don't know you're on the other side. You know oh, that, yeah. that that it's um, very clever, trope, that. that western trope. <laughs> Oh, I'd love to. So, um, if there's any side saddlers out there, we'd love to hear from you. I think it's a fairly minimalist activity. I, d- I don't It's probably know. seen as a bit, you know, a bit um, non... Um, yeah. A bit non-feminist, maybe. 
Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, well, I'm, I'm in my own non-feminist way. I'm happy to do it as a man. Side saddle. It's great. Just hanging off it like that. Like it's got some sort of terrible growth. Equine growth. Has that thing got an equine growth? No, oh, I think it's the ageing comedian Frank Skinner. Oh, God, so it is. This is Frank Skinner. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8 12 15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Do you want to hear what some of our loyal readers have been saying? Of course, always. First up, Clive Silas, who you may Re- recall. Regular. One of our regulars. Yeah. Clive Silas heard you getting nailing the Layla Morse book title, which oh, was... Yes. which was uh, Just a Mo. Clive says... I'm on a delay, so I saw this before it came up on the show. When Frank got it right first time, I pumped my fist and cheered. That is brilliant. Thank Tim you, Henman Clive. style, maybe. Yeah, th- yes. yeah, thank you for your support. Just did Tim Henman used to punch his punch the yeah. air and cheer. I don't know if he ever got thought. to that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then uh, we also have some side saddle correspondence. Let me give you a bit of a theme tune for this. Okay. Here we go. I'm playing this off my phone if it sounds a bit rubbish. <laughs> go on, go on, you can read. Sassy Hardwick says, Look up Callie Coles on Instagram. She rides side saddle. Also, Susan Oakes on Insta. She beat the world record highest jump side saddle. There's a resurgence. Oh, there's a resurgence. Well, they actually do. They do. That was, by the by the way, that was side saddle. Uh, saddle, not side saddle. That's, uh, sorry, that was something <laughs> from my... That's one of my diary entries. Um, mm-hmm. Side saddle by Ross Conway. Now, Ross Conway was the sort of British Liberace, but without the glitter. Was he? So it was the thing that's sort of disappeared now. People that just play piano instrumentals. Do you remember those guys? Oh, yeah. Bobby yes. Crush, yes. Mrs. Mills. Yeah. So there was actually a woman who was known only professionally as Mrs. Mills. I mean, how fantastic! Yeah. And she uh, she played the um, the Pop Black theme, which was Pop Black was the first TV snooker uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, that piece there sounded rather uh, sneakery. Yes. Yeah. So I think she also went into publishing with um, Boone, the <laughs> yeah. TV detective. <laughs> yeah. TV's Boone? Do you mean TV's Boone? <laughs> she did uh, musical yeah. whodunits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Can you imagine a situation where someone is called Mrs Mills? In their, that's their professional name. I love that. <laughs> I love it. So, yes, there's a side saddle... Resurgence, and I think is it something to do with Downton Abbey as well? Because oh, I think the ladies maybe. do favour a side saddle in that. The fact that they are jumping high fences though, while sort of hanging off the side of the horse, I suppose it's maybe it's easier to jump off if things are going wrong. If you were in warfare and you had a horse with a, a, a detonator nose band. Mm-hmm. You could ride into the uh, enemy and then at the last minute jump off side saddle and the horse would go in and uh, explode into their room. Um... I'll bear that in mind, thanks. Yeah, not I mean, great, it's a, yeah, not a great it's a, job for the horse. No, it's a rubbish job for <laughs> the horse. I wish work. I hadn't suggested it. But, you know, as it says on <laughs> the monument on um, 
Park Lane. Yeah. Uh, they had no choice. There <laughs> <laughs> uh, you go. So uh, <laughs> Oh, man. God. Why is it all right to, to point that out? In a public place, that's something that should be in. <laughs> that should be one of those things that's in like a secret file, something at MI5. They had no choice. Don't put it on a monument, you fools. That's that's top secret. What happened to the secrets? What's the secrets act called? Official secrets. Yeah, the official secrets yeah. act about the fact I mean, that they had no choice. We all know about Lyca, but we don't talk about mm, it. No, Lyca, in case you don't know, was the dog that the Soviets sent into space. Which I mean, perished. it was the original. Sh- she had no choice. Perished. She uh, thought she'd won a special competition. Yeah, well, they also, they, in an act of, rare act of Soviet kindness, what they did was they left the window open an inch <laughs> so she didn't get too hot, which in space, of course, is a major, major tactical error. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We haven't had, have we had any responses to does the Queen still straddle eight twelve fifteen? Which was we're trying to find out Not whether she far. still does she still side saddle or has she um, has she gone a bit more twenty um, first century? I mean, does she still? I'm trying to think if I've seen her on horseback for a, a while because she used to be she, a regular. Trooping the colour was very mm. much her thing. But is she not still doing that in the 90s? She, she? does uh, ride, what's it called when you ride the cowboy style, I presume, in her private life? Because I've seen photographs of oh, that okay. on Sandringham, etc. Um, Trooping the colour now, I just think she's on uh, an upholstered rocking horse. Oh, that would be nice. Lovely. That would be nice oh. for her. I, I'd love that. Maybe just uh, she arrives like in the lovely the yellow coat and all that, but with uh, one of those horses with like just like a head on a stick with a little <laughs> wheel at the back. What they call hobby horses? That'd be brilliant. Um, we were talking about Laika, and I was saying to Laika is the the Soviet space dog. Not um, I kissed a girl and I like her. And there were three dogs, I remember. It was very cruel because it was sort of a, you know, you're the winner. It was a bit of an X Factor thing. They made like a feel, it was like a competition winner. Oh, was it like that? Yeah. There was two oh. other dogs, Mushka. Like, do you solve a problem like Maria? Do you remember that TV mm. programme? Yeah. Exactly like that. In fact, I think, I don't know, the, the Russian equivalent of Graham right. Norton presented here. Yeah. <laughs> and Mushka and Albina were the other two. There were three in total, and Laika won. Mm. But did she but, win? Yeah, exactly. Every loser oh. wins, and as I think Nick Berry Nick said. Nick Berry, yeah. Um, I think there were other dogs that went up as well, and several um, uh, apes. I mean, they were, yeah, yeah, they were apes. Do you going. think that there was two of each of those? In fact, it was just a massive arc that they I don't, I, don't think, uh, <laughs> I don't think it was that. I think they would have been cruel. I think they knew Laika wasn't going. The idea there'd been yeah. an accident and Laika wasn't coming back, they knew. I think Laika, if I remember rightly, the name, L-A-I-K-A, if I remember the spelling, means something like stray dog. It's not some lovely affectionate thing. No. I think they just found the dog in the street and thought, we'll fire this into space, see what happens. We've all I mean, done it. What else were they going to do? Actually, don't answer that. No, don't answer um, that. By the way, Richard Clyderman. I was thinking of... Um, People who just play piano, that's that's their act. And I don't mean like, you know, Lang Lang. I mean like in the popular um, arena. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't yes. mean real music, like 
Lang Lang, as a bloke was saying right. earlier. Rich, <laughs> Classical Rich, music is real music. Exactly. Richard Clayderman, he had the sort of uh, yellow curtain hair, didn't he? He did, yeah. And it's, very popular with the mums. Was he really? Oh, I don't remember. If you him. said to me, Whistler Clayderman, I would struggle, to be honest. But I'm right that he didn't sing or anything, he just played piano. He, no, was the he wasn't of... like a Jamie Cullum or a Billy no. Joel. No, no, he wasn't way. a Billy Joel. <laughs> he, but he was the sort of... Can I say that Al insists on saying Billy Joel <laughs> instead of Billy Joel, which is, I think is an American thing, which is not very Al, but he will not give in on this one. We were what discussing him this Scottish morning. Thing. We mentioned oh. him this morning because I objected to one of his lyrics, um, retrospectively, yeah. we didn't know. But I just thought, I didn't like the sound of him when he said, I don't want clever conversation. Yes. I mean, come on. Um, which, of course, is an extract from the BBC when they um, decided not to employ me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, well, I... Um, yes, I don't want clever conversation. He's, he's sort of saying to her, isn't he, um, I'm happy with the fact that you're, you know, you look amazing. I don't really need clever Don't get any of your fancy ideas. I don't want any clever conversation. I don't, I don't want to work that hard, is what he says. Oh, come on. <laughs> Goodness. I mean, if, uh, yeah, so obviously he, he was mainly concerned on producing children. He didn't want to be the last Joel. Oh. The last Joel. <laughs> the egg. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Joe Spears must have been. That must have been confusing. Billy Joel and Billy Joe Spears. And one was... <sighs> Do you know Billy Joe Spears? No, but thanks for the tip. <laughs> I had a parcel come, and I think this is not a coincidence. I think it's because it's the anniversary of me stopping drinking this week, 35 years, still mm. counting. Um, but, uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, and it's, uh, they've sent me a box of non-alcoholic wine, which is called Pierre Zero, oh. which I'm kind of thinking if ever I check into a hotel and want a false name, Pierre Zero is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, that's good, yeah. Is it a, what's it a pun? <clears throat> I don't think it's a pun on anything. Oh. It's because it's got zero alcohol and it's called Pierre. I thought because... it was a pun like year zero, like revision, so you're starting oh, afresh. Oh, Pierre, Pierre. <laughs> you have to say like a Pierre Zero. Yeah, yeah you're starting <laughs> again. Yeah. Well, maybe it is, and I, I hate the, the very concept of me missing a pond, but maybe yeah. maybe you're right. By the way, a lot of people have mentioned Winifred Atwell was another one of those solo piano players. We've just had a debate off-air about Bobby Crush. Bobby Crush, in my memory, was a sort of, uh, I guess, a kind of an 80s piano player. And uh, and and I, Emily Anna, I think he was a comic, and I I, I think he was a sort of bloke hadn't got a comic bone in his whole body. <laughs> well, that's never stopped some mm. people, as we know. I yeah. think he would have described. I think he would have been a self-styled musical comedian. I tell you why I think I'm confident on this. I, when I was at um, like Tim Minchin. No. 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 <laughs> he was more sort of sparkly. No eyeshadow on Bobby Crush. No really. eyeshadow. Bobby Crush. No Simon of Sudbury medieval you, suede boots. This is how I, mm. I went to. I went to the screening, to the actual recording of a talent, Sky talent show when Sky first started. And he was a judge. 
and there was a young girl about 15 who sang beautifully and he said to her, I wouldn't be wearing that dress with those hips. That's what he said to her. And I thought, you are a terrible man. And she started crying. And, And my other Bobby Crush memory is that I played that game when you put a yellow sticky on your forehead with Elton John and the name on his sticky was Bobby Crush. That's why I think he was a piano player. I don't think he... Honestly, there was no comedy in Bobby Crush. I thought his name, Crush, was like he was a heartthrob. People would be um, having a crush on him. But now I realise it was... His, uh, crushing his remote, of other yeah. people. He, he crushed exactly. people's crushed dreams. dreams. He yeah, did. Yeah. Imagine saying that now on television. Bobby Crusher of Dreams, yeah. I'll call him from now so, on. Yes, Roger yeah, Turner. Will you? you promise yeah. me you'll call him that yeah, every time yeah. he comes up? Okay. <laughs> Definitely will. Okay. And if anyone can confirm whether. You know, I, I would bow to you in this area, Frank, so possibly this is an aberration. Bobby Crush, songs, comedy. Okay. You know, I'm going to let you have it, if it's mm. correct. Um, Roger Turner, yes, he mentioned Winifred Atwell. He was saying she was huge in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Um, yes, all right, Roger, we know. Yeah. He's what? He's done a bit of a Bobby Crush. I say, why? Yes, oh, because she was yeah, a, a yes. big... Yeah, but no one cared. Then if you had the talent, uh-huh. that was a brilliant thing about it. And, Go on. And 906 has texted Leica. We've been discussing the first dog in space. So, Soviet space dog Leica. Yeah. Um, Leica gets a well-deserved mention on Divine Comedy's Absent <coughs> Friends. Oh. Oh, lovely. Mm. And Jamie Wood <laughs> has got in touch to say Leica comes from Russian for bark. Ah, uh, well, it's even less of a of a personal thing. <laughs> yeah, they knew it would bark, bark into the abyss, and it was what they knew. Well, Jamie said because she yeah. barked a lot, as you might when you find out yeah. you're going well, to get shot I into space. One way yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of them bark quite a lot when they're on fire. It's uh, yeah, I think it's like a Pavlovian thing that happens. I just, they don't need any training. Just, they're on fire, they bark. It's just an instinctive thing that they've learned from uh, when fire was first invented in the very early dog. Uh, Why didn't they just call her help? Dog development, yeah. Um, yes, oh, um, poor, poor Laika. But, you know, her name lives on. I believe she's got a statue at that Space City place in... Uh, We've got some crush news as well coming up. Oh, after yeah, crush, this. crush news. Shall keep we keep people on tenterhooks? Yeah, let's keep them on uh, tenterhooks. <laughs> we'll um, delay, delay the, the Bobby Crush news. <laughs> <laughs> when I say delay, I mean by about 40 years. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Okay, crush news. Wow. I don't quite know what to make of this because your theory is confirmed, Frank, by a number of people. Paul Crowcroft, mm. Bobby Crush, yes, he was a piano player. He was a product of Opportunity Knox in the 70s. You think he'd know better than to be nasty on a talent show? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeffrey Palmer, Frank and Friends. Oh, I like Frank and Friends. It's very rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bagsy B. Bungle. Uh, it says again, Bobby Crush first came to public attention after six winning appearances on the uh, talent show Opportunity Knox in 1972. Six. Which is great. What it doesn't clarify, though, is whether Crush attempted comedy. No mm-hmm. way. No way. Really? 
Unless it was like, you know, he, he had a bit of banter with Huey Green. But he didn't. It wasn't part of his act. I mean, as the... I would say one of the godfathers, if not the godfather of modern comedy, I would bow to you in this area. Well, that's However, very good of you. Um, maybe later. Oh, <laughs> I'm really disgusting. <laughs> Honestly, what? Um, Go on. Also, Brian Fisher has got in touch. Traffic officers are called Wombles where we are in Cheshire. Why is Wombles? that? I don't know. Is that that they make? Do they make traffic out of um, terrible wreckage into <laughs> new cars? I'd understand if it was, you know, in the MK Dons area. What happened to yeah. the, um, the? Do people still do that thing of welding two cars together and then selling them? Do you remember a that? Cotton shunt, I believe. Was, was it called a cotton yes. shunt? Wow. Al, I know that that phrase. I, I did not know that, but I like the sound of it. Yes. I think there might be a shortage of welders in the country, so that's possibly... Well, that's global not... warming. Yeah. <laughs> what with all the monkeys now, completely fine, the brass monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyone who gets that, congratulations, and you get a free Absolute Radio sticker. From there aren't any absolute radio don't stickers. Make any promises you can't keep. No, I wish um, I wish they had stickers, and they don't have uh, photographs of us in a little um, rack in the foyer, black and white that photos of us with the absolute. Um, well, that was one of the things I was looking forward to most. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I always thought. I mean, back in the day at Broadcasting House, you'd get a lovely. They still Jimmy have. Young. You know, they still have. You can still go there and get a picture of Nimone How in black you? and white. Yeah, lovely. Um, well, I'm saying that. Is she still working? I don't know. But um, if she is, you'll be able to go there and get a black and white picture. Obviously, Radio 1 and that is a little out of my age bracket, so I don't know who they've got now. Yeah. But mm. um, certainly you'd have got Nimone. Uh, that would have been one of the... That would have been in the uh, in the rack. Okay. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? It's like a little... The things they have when they sell postcards at, say, the National Portrait Gallery. No, exactly. But they're oh, free. And they had, like, the white... The, the picture was squeezed up a bit, so there was a white band for the autograph you could get at do the you bottom. you know, that was... Like, how many times do you get asked for the autograph instead of the selfie, Frank? Very Ooh. rare now. It's dying out completely. Gone. But mm. I bet the Doctor Who people like an autograph. They, they like an autograph. Um, <laughs> no, it's often, true, well, they often don't have with this. half an eye on an eBay. Um, <laughs> I think I know what you're saying, Emily. Yeah. No, they don't have the phones. <laughs> no, the, uh, there's still people turn up with proper cameras, not phone cameras. I took I cool. one, only, one only last week. It yeah. was a charming man, and he had a, a, a camera. Yeah, there's all the all the traditions run alongside each. There is no past anymore since the invention of things like streaming and on-demand. No. Everything is present. Mm. Chew that over with your, <laughs> with your cocoa Pops. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I, I would like to um, hark us back, if I may, if that's yeah. all right. I, I mean, this might have an air of clearing my own name. I don't know. But aye, I don't. aye, aye. <laughs> Do you remember just a, a week or so ago, there was a little bit of um, of guesswork as to what the noise that was happening on air was. Some people suggested it might be a squeaky chair in the studio. And yes. I, I, believe, I believe there are new chairs ordered by... Well, I believe in a thing the, called love. 
Go on. And, and I don't think they'll help with the squeak, but... Are there new chairs ordered? Is that true? Really? Oh, I believe I there forgot, are new chairs. I forgot that promise. Oh, I must say, I wasn't at home thinking, wonder if there'll be new <laughs> chairs this week. But, you well, know, some people will be. We've had a few correspondents get in touch with the show. Uh, one of them, Glenn Maker, M-A-I-K-E-R. Mr Maker. So close so close to being Mr. Maker. Yeah, didn't um, he call? Didn't he contact before Glenn Maker? Mm, he has. Maybe I'm sure right. he did. I'm sure mm. he did. Who says? Oh, met, I think I know the what the mysterious Glenn Maker. Says, no, she went to her own accord. Sorry. <laughs> 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 I think I know what the mysterious squeak is. Listen to podcasts and heard it at 0614, 1118, and 1128 minutes. Very specific. That reminds me of a Jose Mourinho post-match interview where he said, I say five things, 17 minutes, 24 minutes. And oh, he, yeah. They were incidents when he thought the referee had given a decision against him. Sort of post-match interview by numbers. Sort of well, insight into bit, um, what it's like. a bit Jose Mourinho on this. Go on. Go on, go on. Al. He says, I think it's Alan's door hinge. <gasps> And I'm not calling Alan a door hinge because he's frugal, which I think is some rhyming slang for stinge there. Oh, I've never heard that before. No, I think he's making it up. Okay. Um, Also, that's from Glenn Maker. Yeah. Uh, Rob, at Rob Mitt, says £10. Can I just just give me one minute, because I have to do this. It's like a sort of thing. Email from Glenn Maker. Email from (laughs) Glenn Maker. Okay, carry on. Okay, I'm glad we've got that out. I just had to. I think Rob that says is where... £10. Go on. You continue. Tom, Come on, guys. Rob says £10 says the squeak that's been occurring for a few weeks is a door hinge. Well, I'm going to have Rob's £10 because I'm certain it's a chair. OK. Just for clarity, I mean, I don't know who's going to play me in the film about this miscarriage of injustice. OK. Uh, miscarriage of injustice. <laughs> yes, I, oh, that was a Friday <laughs> slip. <laughs> I am in my cellar. There is no door that is being used. It's just, no door it's just on your me cellar? down here. Oh, that, that makes oh, there is a door, but it's closed. I'm in a vault. I'm in a broadcasting <laughs> vault, as far as I'm concerned. Are you in, are you in a panic room? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. I don't think you should keep saying cellar. It just it doesn't show you... I like it. I I'll tell you what I like about it, it. I like in a list of things to get <laughs> indignant about. <laughs> I know indignation is, is one of Al's um, central themes now, but someone yeah. accused him of having a squeaky dog. <laughs> it's quite a thing to thump the desk about. How dare you! Don't you know that Al only exclusively has beaded curtains in his home? <laughs> Even on the exterior doors, that's how hard he is now. Yeah. He knows yeah. no one will try. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. It's not Al. It's, it's not, not Al. Al. Um, we don't know what it is. I'm thinking it might just be my bones. I d- I think that as well. Could be the chair. We have got a squeaky door here, but the producer says we never open the door during a recording. Well, that's not true. Never. I've no. seen people come and go. No, it's just, you know, you have to let them have their own way. <laughs> <laughs> just not, yes. Mm. Is that the uh, follow-up book to Ian Botham's Don't Tell Care? Yeah. You have to let them have their own way. You know what I mean, though? you got to pick you. you got to, it's you not do. a hill I want to die on. The, the, the door never opens during a recording hill. Oh, that a that a hill you want to die on? I suspect it is. Uh, no, I agree. We're I fine with it. Very rarely is used during the show. We're okay. fine with that. Um, okay. 
Okay, the said producer is now giving me the shot up. It's time for a break. She doesn't want clever conversation. No, she doesn't want to work that hard. Oh, come on. That's Billy Joel, (laughs) not me. (laughs) No, I'm saying Joel. Oh, Joel. Joel, was he on um, Krypton when he exploded? (laughs) Um, Well done if you got that. Frank Skinner um, with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran on Absolute Radio. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Al, can I start off with uh, an email in defence of you? Like the sound of that? I do like the sound of this. Frank, like the sound of that? Yes, go for it. Okay, 923, warning all, don't be so hard on Al in the Mm -hmm. way he says... Billy Joel. Yeah, go on. Don't go changing. I've noticed Frank says birthday for birthday. I don't e- say that. You do. You do. M. You very much do. Absolutely. Hang on, not. it's my turn now. Okay. M always saw it says Spider Men and Batman. I do. Uh, yeah, I do. you do do that, but that's that's, that's the del- that's your de- <laughs> deliberate derision. <laughs> For all things yeah. slightly sci-fi or superhero. That's from Lorna. Lorns, okay. as she calls us. Thanks, Lorns. Lorns, thanks, Lorns. Now, uh, appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> in the news this week, uh-huh. it's um, Oasis front man, oh. Liam Gallagher. Liam it's Gallagher. not that. I know he's not Oasis front. He'll always be Oasis front man, won't he? Yeah. I know what you mean. And uh, LG, LG as he calls himself. He's had one of his uh, falls. <laughs> he, he did have a fall. Oh, he's he got a bit fell adventurous, out of a helicopter, Nana. didn't he? After the well, there's um, a bit of a mystery the... about this, isn't there? There's a picture of um, Liam on the internet. You know the internet. Mm. That yeah. Tim Berners-Lee w- contraption. W- yeah, that WWW. Yeah, that. Um, there's a picture of him, um, I have to say, and I was the first to applaud the NHS on Thursday evenings, but if that is the sort of dressing they're putting on people now, then standards have dropped terribly. Oh. It's one of the worst dressed wounds I'd ever seen. Yeah. There was a plaster it's... over his nose, only half of which was stopped down, <laughs> the rest was just flared upward. Yeah. And then there was like white stuff, it looked like, you know when, we know when you have to take the label off an Amazon um, box before you put it in the recycling <laughs> so it hasn't got your name and address on, there's a bit of ripped white there was like a bit of white sticky on his lip and I thought what, what is that? So I don't know if he had um, dressed it on and then took it off and then put it back on for the picture, but it was um, awful, awful it's dressing. Got a, it's got a look of um, not the professional standards of the NHS, more of um, fellow drunk mate having a go at dressing Exactly, rooms, yeah, stop it? at an all-night chemist and we'll get some dressings and say, <laughs> Just I'll put sort some cream out. on there yeah. when there's no problem. <laughs> and we should say, he... Claims to have fallen out of... He got the injury from... He said he fell out of a helicopter. We've yes, all done yeah. it. But fell out of a helicopter. This is... There is open to much interpretation, <laughs> isn't it? Because helicopters are sometimes on the ground. Sometimes they're slightly raised from the ground and sometimes they are high amongst the clouds. 
Yeah. At what point did he fall out of the helicopter? Is that... Well, somebody did ask him on his meds, his social medias, uh, what uh, what height the helicopter was at when he fell out of mm. it, and he replied 100,000 feet. Now, that isn't correct, is it? Also, I think he's been watching a few too many cartoons where you fall 100,000 feet and end up with a plaster on yeah, your nose. Exactly. Too much. I, I think uh, he's being funny. I too much roadrunner. I once <laughs> saw a man on... Somebody... on on Brighton Beach, you know when you see people really spread eagles sunbathing, it's sort of died out a bit now, but they're really like an X. They're really legs and arms oh, yeah. akimbo. Oh, disgusting. Mm-hmm. He was lying like that on the beach, but he had a three-piece pinstripe suit <laughs> and a tie and, like, elastic-sided boots on. And I, I thought he might have fallen out of a helicopter because I, can't, I couldn't work out why would he want sunbathing in a suit? But yeah. now, I'm I am confused. He can't have dropped from very far, surely. Well, as our no. Manchester correspondent, um, what what would what's your theory, Al? Well, I have a theory. I think he's um, he's a big fan of Clark's original desert boots, and they sure. are an absolute potential death trap, <laughs> as I think Lynn Folds Wood would have said on. Uh, yes. That program. <laughs> um, I mean, they're really slippy. Any moisture, and you're going over. You know like what? Bambi that, on ice. I like them, but you're you're right. On, on a wet pavement, even they are. I love them, but I, I they they come with a health warning, and I think Liam might have had some on, and there was perhaps just a little bit of um, yeah. aqua yeah. on the uh, yeah. on the stairs of the chopper, and down he went. Yeah, maybe That's uh, my theory. Maybe a furry snorkel hood caught in the propeller and he was swung round and round, banging, banging, banging on the um, on the you know, side. He, he was caught up in the landslide. I mean, I pity the man, frankly. No, it was... Because that's not... He turned it into, in fairness, LG, he turned it into a rock and roll injury. He said um, had a bit of an R&R injury. I... But he looked—he still looked good. That was the thing about it. Yeah, he looked good with a stick, badly done plaster (laughs) and some (laughs) sticky paper on his lip. He still looked good. What a dude he is! Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Talking about LG, as you were, Kiss Mm -hmm. Gallagher. Yeah, and his helicopter injury. Mm -hmm. So, Frank, I'm getting the impression you think perhaps. He tripped over a couple of steps. Well, I don't know. I mean, the, it was. I don't think I, steps were on the bill. It was after the. No, uh, it was the Isle of Isle White of Festival, Festival, wasn't it? Lovely. Um, Thank you. I mean, I believe we. <laughs> there is a way of finding out about this, isn't there? Because we 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 did have representatives at yeah. um, the Isle of Wight Festival. We had Sarah Champion was out there certainly. She'll know. Sorry, that's the Champions theme tune, the popular 1960s TV show. Do you yeah. remember it? Yeah. Alexandra Bastido. Yes. Who was one of those people who was so beautiful that it becomes funny. You start laughing at them. <laughs> you know that? As you see it, and I just think, oh, that's just ridiculous, and start laughing. It's a sort yeah. of safety measure, I think. Yeah, um, anyway, that's that. nothing to do with... So she was there, and I think Ben Ben Borrell was out there, was he? Oh, yes, Ben yeah. Borrell. Yeah. Ben, is, is this Absolute Radio's second Ben Borrell? Didn't no, we have... So. When we started at Avalon, wasn't there a Ben Borrell Absolute. used to... Absolute. Mm. Um, sorry. Um, I was thinking back to my um, Arthurian <laughs> career. Yes. <laughs> 
When we started Absolute, wasn't there another Ben Burrell who was a DJ who had a, had a baseball cap and took vitamin? Oh, I think that was pill. a different Ben. His name was Ben. Ben what? Ben Jones. No, that wasn't Ben Jones, okay. was he? Yes. Okay. Yes, okay. You know this is on air, this... No, God, this is this on air? Why yeah. do you tell me? <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Well, um, Sarah Champion was out there with um, with Ben Borrell. So that one of those two will know what, what the truth of the Liam Gallagher fall-off well, helicopter well, thing is. Well, it may is. not, because it may have been post no. like, when he was landing. It'll be festival chat, festival gossip, though. It goes around like wildfire. Well, well a fan asked him, uh, direct... <laughs> How did you fall out? Do you know? And LG responded, you tell me. Oh, what does that mean? I was a bit... (laughs) Which seems a little unreasonable. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was on a helicopter once. We've got got a first-person witness here. (laughs) (laughs) But but they're refusing to play that role. Yeah, but what a great cop-out for everything. You tell me. Have you paid your tax this year? You tell me. You tell me for everything now. I love it. I, I was on a helicopter once and the the pilot said to me that door's not shut properly <gasps> now you know when you're in a car and and you say that door's not shut you just open it a bit and then yeah. pull it to mm. again i don't know if that's the t- what you should do but that's what no, most people do but, but yeah it is what people do and i said oh, and i went he said don't 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 don't, don't do that <laughs> i said um well, i'm just gonna he said, no no i don't really don't do that he said, what happens if you open that door, something could fly out of the helicopter, a bit of paper or anything that you've got. Um, he said, and if it flies back and it's the back propeller, you know, there's that little one on the tail. Oh, yeah. He said, if it, if it goes back and that and damages that, then that is that little back propeller stops the whole thing spinning. So if you break that, he says the whole helicopter will spin as fast as the the top blades are going. I said, I wouldn't like that. He said, no, (laughs) um, don't open that door. And we had to land in a field so that we could close the door. (gasps) Wow. Obviously, it was a big, like, whenever this happens, you land in a big outdoor wedding and smash all the tables and the cake up. And then they get to tell people, Frank Skinner got out of a helicopter at my wedding. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It was like that. It wasn't really a wedding. It was at night. But in films, there's always a big wedding. Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Well, I think the truth is usually the best story. Mm. Good night. No, sorry, we're not going anywhere. I just thought it had to be followed by something profound like that and closure. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. While we're telling our helicopter anecdotes. Yeah, well, we're trying to piece together what went on with uh, Liam Gallagher and the helicopter. Yeah. I've only ever been in a stationary helicopter as a child at some kind of air show. I've never flown helicopter. I flew to loose women. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. Did you indeed? I heard that about you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know, but you're very settled now. Now, when, when um, when it was in East Anglia... That's oh, where they used yeah. to film it in Norwich, or I think oh. it was Norwich. Mm-hmm. And I said, I um, I was asked to do it, and I said, well, I, you know, I don't really want to... It's, it, it's, that's the whole day, going to Norwich and back. And they said, we'll, we'll supply a helicopter. They lure you in with the heli. Yeah. And well. then I made one more demand, which was a, a car to a Roman Catholic shrine that was nearby. You didn't? I did, which they supplied. 
Brits as that That's extraordinary. Nice. Yeah, but I don't think they it, they got asked it that often, so they were probably all right with I me. wondered what it was going to be. I thought was it good to have balance, isn't it? Yeah, it, is, it is in a helicopter. <laughs> there was um, these, were, but I've been in a few. The, the scariest helicopter ride I've been in. Thanks for asking. Is the Manhattan helicopter that uh, encircles the? Uh, it, it goes off to the uh, Statue of Liberty and mm. goes ra- round and round the head, really that's, quite close to the head. That's a perilous one. Ooh. And when you get off that, I mean, my, I, act, I I honestly had the wobbly legs uh, oh, thing. Good. Yeah, maybe well, that's I'm... what happened to Liam. Yeah, he could have had the wobbly legs getting off. I mean, see, he wouldn't yeah. admit that because I'm, you know, he's he's a bit more sort of. Um, professionally male than I am. I'm a bit frightened of them and I was once Mm -hmm. offered a lift. I was at a yoga retreat in Rishikesh (laughs) and a gentleman came over Mm. and... Was he in a linen suit? He was actually in red trousers. Oh, Oh, sure. Yeah. (laughs) He had red trousers and uh, he was chatting to me over a fruit breakfast. Okay. And he said, would you like a lift back to Delhi? Not an offer you get every day. No. And always the next bit where he said, the hell he's leaving at three. <laughs> I was just about speaking in rhyme. <laughs> the hell Deli and helly. No. Uh, yeah, he should have spoken in <laughs> rhyme. What a fool. I didn't. I was a bit frightened and I think I was foolish enough to be honest with him. I said, I, I haven't been in a heli and I'm a bit frightened of them. Mm. And I always remember what he said to me. It was a bit, it was, a, it was the end of a beautiful thing. He said... Suit yourself. Oh, Suit yourself. He channelled a bit of Liam Gallagher. Suit <laughs> <laughs> yourself. You tell me, as you were. It's a good story, though, just for the, the you know, the actual details of it are uh, um, think very look, fine. He was looking at your fruit breakfast and saying, would you like a lift to a deli? Yeah, I fruit just... breakfast. Was there no perno? I didn't like that suit, <laughs> suit, suit yourself suggested I was somehow the high-maintenance, tricky customer. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't the one saying oh, the heli's leaving at three. Anyway, over to you, Frank Skinner. Um, I'm thinking of my other helicopter things now. When I went to Silverstone for the British Grand Prix, they uh, they helicopter you in as well. God, what life I used to lead. <laughs> now, I'm lucky if I get a off-peak bus pass to get somewhere. Oh, Last time I'd interviewed on the Zoe Ball show, I got the boss in. No car. <laughs> no car available. No car available. So just, I'm just, in case, before you start hating well, me. Real. If your agent will have up on your website, will drive sell. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I actually got the boss in. Yeah. L- lives near major bus routes, is what's on there. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I've got to know. To be fair, the over 60s travel card is um, and, and, ever uh, at my side. Didn't cost me. Um, but you know, adventurous Nana. <laughs> I met a few on the bus. <laughs> it was obviously Russia's early morning, you know, Russia, a Zoe Ball show. I'm, I'm there with several commuters, and they're going like, you know, to their um, their offices and stuff. And I'm on my way to be uh, interviewed about my new stand-up tour on the Zoe Ball show. Yeah, my next. So is it the Zoe Ball? No, next stop, sir. <laughs> We've been talking Good. about LG, as you were, Kiss. Yeah. I would like to draw your attention to another showbiz incident slash near tragedy that was avoided. 
feet Nicole Richie. Oh, yes. She posted a picture or a video, it was, up on her Instagram account of her celebrating her 40th birthday and blowing out the candles on her cake. I don't know if you, either of you caught this. I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, her hair certainly did. She's lean. She. I'll do. We'll do the footballers' tense. Yeah. She's. She's. Looked, she's leaned in. She's leaned in. She's looked over the cake. Suddenly. But it was that moment that you get on the video of her sort of, you know, blowing the candles out. Ha ha! It's my birthday, and then the realization that her hair's on fire. The it's screen. Quite a, yeah. Happily, um, she has not been um, hurt. But it was. Uh, I'll tell you something. I noticed. Rubbish cake for Nicole. It was awful. I'll tell you what, it was like it had been done at Snappy Snap. <laughs> it, it wasn't like iced or anywhere. It just had like a picture that had been somehow sort of, I don't know how they do it, but like it'd been fo- colour photocopied onto the ice. Exactly. Yeah. What, Come it? on, it's Nicole Richie, you know. It Got a few, like, Bob. Was it Olaf, it looked like? It, look, it, was, it looked what promotional. Is mm-hmm. Olaf oh. is from Frozen. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it was her as a child. Was it? Yeah. I'm sorry if it was Olaf. It was. I bet I you. I bet you the person that got the cake done got a couple of earrings, a couple of key rings, and a mouse mat with the same picture. <laughs> maybe, yeah. a, maybe a nice uh, t-shirt that rips on first wear. Yeah, but it was. Um, oh, I thought that was. I really expected it over night. So she's on fire, and I'm thinking that's a very poor cake. Yeah. Al, you can always tell because you're absolutely right, Frank. The icing looks impenetrable, doesn't it, on those cheap cakes? Um, yes. Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just thought, you know, maybe the name Richie is putting the idea of rich into my mind, but she must have money. Oh, yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah you can't. I, was quite res- I, I felt respect to Munda that she was publicly celebrating turning 40. I don't see that as being something that sort of... Uh, a beautiful celeb might do. No, I respect sort of, her. I respect yeah, her. Yeah, I respected that. that. I just but, thank but, God she wasn't hurt because you don't want to be. You don't want the last thing on earth that you see is a is a snappy snaps cake. <laughs> <laughs> also, you don't want the last thing you hear to be happy birthday because, I mean, personally, I find that tune quite haunting at the best of times. But, yeah. <laughs> but also. Yeah, there's just something I don't like it. I don't like the idea of everyone gathered round. That's that's literally the last thing you hear. No, maybe. Well, anyway, anyway, it didn't. Uh, that didn't happen. She's she's all she's, right. She's fine. And it, it says that her husband um, also saw the funny side. He used Richie's close friend Paris Hilton's catchphrase when he commented, "That's hot." <laughs> yeah, which I think he meant her head that was on fire. Mm, what I, I mean, thought I didn't know that, that was a catchphrase, but it's a funny yeah, thing Paris if he did Hilton it. Well, no, there are two things about this. First of all, <laughs> Paris Hilton has a catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. That's you know, that's um, something other than can we do your room, please? Or would you like your, your blanket turning back? It is a bit of chocolate. <laughs> but she's got a catchphrase, and also it's that's hot. I mean, can't, can't, couldn't you use writers to come up with something? Here's your catchphrase, Paris. That's hot. Oh, that's brilliant. I look forward to using that. <laughs> 
Okay. That's my Paris Hilton impression. What do you think? It's good. Yes, I think it's okay. The taps are so complicated. Why do you turn to turn the shower into the tap water? Why is it so why does it look like Dr. Octopus? The the the, the bath sequence. It's too complicated, Dad. Get a simple one. Get a mixer tap. Uh, just like her, I think you'll agree. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Hey, we've had a text. Oh, I'm good. sure it's not for us. Uh, it's from 559, and they've got a potty mouth, so I'm going to bleep a little bit out, but um, they've texted, I've booked the taxi, can't get through on your phone. Oh, um, no, sorry about three that. Three kisses. I don't <laughs> that think could that be Zoe Ball for me. <laughs> Although the kisses could be us. Yes. <laughs> There's three, so maybe it's one each. I don't know. Mm. That's weird. Um, I'll, I'll tell you an interesting fact about Nicole Richie. Oh, go on. Oh, yeah. Um, do you know she got um, she got done for a DUI offence? Oh, yeah. Oh, you've gone a bit American, Yeah, right? I love the DUI, yeah. driving under the influence offence, um, which obviously is very, very bad, and we don't approve of that. But you know when people like get sentenced, you, you hear that they've got like nine years imprisonment for some terrible crime, and they say they'll probably serve about four and a half or something like that. Yeah. So she was sentenced to four days in prison, which I have never heard of. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not worth sizing the outfit. What are you going to yeah. learn in that time? Four days. In, in, so sentenced to four days, and she served 82 minutes. <laughs> uh, what? Not bad. That, I mean, that's that's just a, a long think, really, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. By the time you've gone in and settled down in there... There's a toilet break. Yeah, you haven't had time yeah. to rattle the metal tin up and down the bars. I haven't had time to put the pyjamas <laughs> on with the arrows. <laughs> no. Can I say... Get beaten up. She didn't even get beaten nothing, up. Nothing. Oh. Well, she might have, but it was, it was brisk. Driving under the influence, you know, at least that makes some grammatical sense. It's yeah. infinitely preferable to drink driving. Yes, which is... Which yeah. I'm afraid, I mean, you know... That, 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 it's a. But it's all bad. We're obviously. Of course, it's let's bad. Let's make that clear. Oh, it it's very, bad. very bad. I once saw drink driving happening simultaneously. Somebody driving as I was driving back from Liverpool, I passed somebody that was drinking Becks at the wheel. Oh. I mean, that is right Come out on, of guys. order. Come on, guys. Sort yourselves right out. out. Of order. Her husband, Nicole Ritchie, is of course the lead singer of Good Charlotte. Oh yes. You familiar is with he? them? I'm sore of. I can't say I. I'm, I'm not I couldn't really rattle off any cold good Charlotte. Eyeliner naughties. Okay. Does that sum it up for you? Emo. He's emo, Frank. He's one of the emo ones. Eyeliner is naughty. No, eyeliner naughties. He's emo. <laughs> so he's. I mean, his post. I thought. I don't know though. When he said that, what did he say? Um, that's, that's hot. hot. That's not very supportive. I mean, if I'd have had an incident like that, I'd want my partner to say, I'm so glad you're okay, we love you. I don't want to make a joke and a fire emoji. You'd think that. That would be insincere, I think. I think real love is when, you know, he goes, I'm going to make a joke about this. (laughs) Surely. I'm going on real love there. I'm surprised. (laughs) When I watched her lean forward and her hair drop, I thought all my instincts would have been to hold my hair back if I'm leaning over candles. Yeah. You know, this is one of the things about weddings that are a bit annoying. When you, you know, being sick with a tie on, you have to hold the tie. It's never happened to me, but I like it. No, come on, Frank. No, well, that's it. I mean, it's it's, it's difficult. (laughs) 
you know. Mm-hmm. And this is the trouble we're getting drunk on formal occasions. <laughs> oh, Just a little tip there. We've been sent a lovely picture of uh, Mrs Mills. There's oh. a Twitter account called Time for Mrs Mills. <laughs> it's called A Regular Reminder of the Joy of Mrs Mills. All right. And we've been sent to link a solo piano player, but never alone, Frank, on the radio, here playing something bright and jolly for Morecambe and Wise. We've been sent a link. Oh, it's lovely. And it's That's got cool. examples. I'll be listening to this later. Clip from Mrs Mills on Morecambe and Wise 1971 playing a melody of pop songs, including Ain't That a Grand and Glorious Feeling. Yes, Bef- sir, that's my baby. Before um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, before we get correcciones, um, you said a melody of pop songs. Yes. Not a medley. Should be a medley. Oh, I'm sorry. They've written a melody. I was okay, I'm just establishing. Just establishing. It was autocorrect getting in the way of that. Yes. Isn't it? Oh yeah, it probably there. is. I think my closest thing um, to a celebrity um, hair fire thing is I used to. Uh, I, I for a few months I, I hung out. Me and David Baddiel used to hang out with Peter Cook, the, mm. the comedian, and mm-hmm. he um, smoked continually. Uh, cigarettes and he had grey hair in a quiff and the quiff was yellow because the oh. smoke constantly <laughs> passed through that's it that's gross I thought it was fabulous it, it looked <laughs> I grew up when everyone had like two orangey yellow fingers their smoking fingers everybody had those um, so yeah he'd taken it a step further with the uh, the yellow tobacco quiff. Little um, showbiz reminiscences there of the great satirist. <laughs> oh, well, look, you know what? The, the time is up. It's been a ball. We had a ball. Well, this time last week, I actually apologised for my uh, performance on the yes, show. This week is better. I still feel bad about it. Um, but this week, um, it's been all right, so that's good. And thanks for listening. You know what? If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.